0: Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by
1: General Tire.
0: It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent,
2: Beijing Dr. Douchebag,
0: Crash Gladys, get
3: in crash position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the free oh, no coming
4: With just a sick shot from Kawhi Leonard, we got a Canadian team in the finals for the Eastern Championship in the National Basketball Association, but where in the hell is a Canadian team when it comes to your NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? Ain't there, ain't there, at Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, how you doing man, Statman Crash Gladys? Kenny Sargent, follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, the website speedfreaks.tv. Coming up, IndyCar Series winner yesterday afternoon on the road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Simon Paginot will be joining us. The band Collective Soul, have been around for 25 years. Have a new record coming out called Blood uh, next month. And the guitarist from Collective Soul will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. And a freaking flashback, Statman, where in the hell is Carl Edwards? Do you have any idea where he is right now?
5: No idea. Probably, I have no idea. I can't even <laughs> begin to guess. If I, I was going to say something that might, he used to be shopping for old cars, but I think he's beyond that now, so I don't know where he is. We he's got him daddy. in, what's that? He's a daddy. Right. What else? And
6: is he still a record producer-ish?
4: have no idea.
6: But he's just, we know he's not racing NASCAR.
4: Uh, Carl Edwards, of course, who spent many, many years in the NASCAR Cup Series, Xfinity, and the Truck Series, where he got his start. Many years with Jack Roush. Uh, he quit three years ago. So it already
6: been three years.
4: Wasn't it 16? Jeez. Right? After the 16 season? Yeah, he's gone. Carl Edwards is gone. So why are we bringing this name up? We're going to have a freaking flashback because we're on the verge of 19 years of doing this thing. And of those 19 years, there's a whole hell of a lot of interviews that I could like throw out to, to your Freak Nation. And Carl Edwards with his mom, it being Mother's Day, why not? Carl Edwards with his mom. This is the second time Carl Edwards and his mom joined us. I think this is 2007. The first time she dropped two curse words on the air with us, <laughs> an and, and
5: F-bomb and then an S-bomb. Yep. <laughs> you know, it the is- great conversation I had, with Carl Edwards, no microphones. You guys weren't around. We were in a truck in a hauler when he was still in the truck series at California Speedway, and it was Kenny. It was right after you and I had done those uh, Craftsman trucks then, uh, that school, right. and we raced there at the at the racetrack. And I was telling Carl how to take turn two at California Speedway. <laughs> oh. And when I heard myself say it, I was <laughs> like, how do I get out of this with some dignity? <laughs> and he salvaged me. He, he let me off the hook. He said, you know, you're right. If I did it like that.
1: <laughs> God,
5: you serious? He, I'm serious. Yeah. Every time I think of Carl Edwards, I think of that. Here I am, an idiot media guy, dumb idiot media guy, telling one of the best drivers in the world how to take turn two at California Speedway.
6: But he and listened, he and
5: he hook. he liked it. That's cool. He let me off the hook. It was amazing.
4: <laughs> Man. And this is back when he was wearing braces, too.
5: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, Carl Edwards, he used to buy $200 cars because that's all he wanted to afford. Remember that? He yeah. would he, Disposable cars. He would drive them until they fell apart and then get another one.
4: The last thing that I can find from Carl Edwards was March of 2018, Crash. If you see something different, he talked about leaving the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. And the title of this thing is Carl Edwards doesn't plan to race again, but some doors are open. He says, I don't have any plans to come back. I do miss a lot of the people. I stay in touch with a lot of the folks and have fun, but I really appreciate the time from Joe Gibbs and everyone else to do things that I want to do. I do miss the fans. There are a couple of races I'd like to be a part of, but for the most part, I'm having a lot of fun not racing. Good for him. There it is. That's
6: awesome actually.
4: Happy Mama's Day to you mamas and those individuals out there spending some time with your mamas. Happy Mother's Day for 2019 to you. I had the fantastic opportunity to spend this morning while in Dallas with some fantastic moms. My mom, my sister who's a mom, and the mother of my daughter. And again, happy Mother's Day to all your mamas out there, Freak Nation. So this is you how you
5: crash. Happy Mother's Day to right? you. Right?
6: Thank you. Was it a
5: happy Mama's Day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our
6: daughter, how she remembers things is, is incredible. First thing she, after she wakes up, happy Mother's Day, Mommy. I'm
4: like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
6: It's it's Daddy's Day. Yeah, yeah, and then it's on to that.
4: Sometime coming up. We're gonna regroup, get to Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes coming up.
0: Speed freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined. The freaks.
4: Joining up with another round of affiliates for Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for hanging out. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Coming up, Simon Pagino, IndyCar Series winner from the road course at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. He'll join us. The band Collective Soul will be in here. A freaking flashback with Carl Edwards. Remember that dude? He'll be joining us in the second hour. Crash Gladys pit news and notes brought to you by our good friends Bubba Burger. Go to BubbaBurger.com or your favorite frozen food section of your favorite grocery store and pick yourself up some 100% Angus, some jalapenos, some vegetarian Bubba Burgers. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba.
6: It is Mother's Day weekend. And just to cap off a little bit of what Kenny just teased as the drivers that are coming up on our show tonight, it's not just Carl Edwards with the freaking flashback. It's Carl Edwards on Mother's Day with his mom. So, yeah, kind of a fun interview. Not much on-track action, though, this weekend. Or it's so it seemed. But, of course, the big series, IndyCar F1 and NASCAR, were still at it. IndyCar officially kicked off the month of May with the IndyCar GP on the road course of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And putting on a clinic in the wet was Simon Pagenaud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could say Scott Dixon was leading by seven seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was around ten laps to go. And Pagenaud just kept closing in almost as much as a second per lap. With about a lap and a half to go, Dixon just couldn't hold him off anymore, and Simon went on to snap his 22-race winless drought, which was dating back to Sonoma in 2017. It was a clinic. Simon Pagano yeah, don't you dare count him out. Rhinus VK won Saturday's Indy Lights race. Speaking of seven seconds, he won that race by seven seconds. He was in a class of his own field. Robert Mengenis won Friday's Lights race from the pole. NASCAR in Kansas, it was Ross Chastain in the truck series. And then Brad Keselowski, call it fresher tires, call it brilliant restarts. Keselowski nabbed his third win on the season, tying him with Kyle Busch in the top series. And how about this? Holy Saturday for the captain, Roger Penske. Yeah, that was Brad Keselowski and Simon Pagano taking wins. Yeah, we may get into this too. Clint Boyer versus Eric Jones. Blocking? Or was it just necessary aggression with this arrow package? Formula One raced in Spain, and stop me if you've heard this before, Lewis Hamilton dominated from the lights to the flag. Now he's on top of the points yet again.
4: Freak Nation coming up, Simon Pagano, IndyCar Series winner, yesterday afternoon on that road course, a monster driving exhibition. He joins us next, Speed Freaks pitch Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined.
4: Well, it's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and, of course, rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged style to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your Anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with speed freaks since 2001.
7: You're Mav TV.
3: You're listening to
0: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, (laughs) redefined.
4: Speed Freaks on Twitter and of course the website speedfreaks.tv Lucas Hole Studios is where we've been doing this 18 plus years thank you affiliates thank you Sirius XM for being a part of this Simon Pagino's been a part of the Freak Nation for quite a while but damn it it's been a while since Simon Pagino's been here in the Freak Nation and Simon you were talking about a lot of the questions were answered with your road course win there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway who actually was questioning you and if you really belonged as one of the elite drivers in IndyCar
8: oh uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't name anyone personally. But, uh, you know, obviously you hear rumors and uh, you hear things. I mean, I don't want to get into it. I, I, Like I said, I know what I'm worth. I know my team is, uh, is great support. And, um, you know, we, 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 we have a common goal. We, we both want to win and we work really hard to get there. And uh, it's better to uh, shut up the, <laughs> the chatter. <laughs> <laughs>
6: well, and with a dominant win like you had this weekend at the IndyCar Grand Prix on the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Simon Pagano, drivers that have whispers of going elsewhere or not belonging in their seat, they don't race a race like you raced in the dry and then the wet this weekend. That was an insane performance.
8: Oh, yeah. I had a great time. Uh, but again, I, I, you know, I don't know where those chatters come from because nothing of it is true. So right. um, I just want to make that very clear. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to stop talking about that yep. and i think i showed it this weekend so um you know it was a fantastic day the car was awesome and i felt like i brought my a game my a plus game i would say and all the stars aligned um like i've been saying i've been preaching it all year we we found uh what i like about this car we found what i needed and um, all year has been pretty good on performance we just I haven't had everything come together yet, uh, but it just did, and it's only uh, race number five. So we, we're looking, I think, very good for the championship this year.
4: Simon Pagino, your winner from the road course, Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Saturday, joining the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. Simon, when do you know that you had the car to win at any point of the race, as long as you can be up front, of course, when the checker flag drops? But when exactly do you know you have the car?
8: Well, honestly, in qualifying, I was very, very satisfied with the race car. Uh obviously missing some pace and weren't too sure, you know, we Power and myself. We, we discussed this and Joseph, you got included. We, we discussed this at length and we're not sure how to go any faster. So we had great, great cars underneath us, uh, and came race there. I think it showed we, uh, were able to, to, uh, keep our tires in better shape than most, uh, whether it was on dry condition or wet conditions and, um, we're able to drive the head out of those cars. So, um, You know, I knew knew we had a chance to win pretty quickly um, in the race, as I felt very strong. And um, I just never, never gave up.
6: What is it about you and Will Power? You guys are the only winners of the IndyCar Grand Prix. And it's just, is it something with how you guys have your setup? That seems like the obvious answer. The Penske setup is better than everybody else. But it's still you guys behind the wheel driving and driving a different race every year. So what is it with you guys?
8: Well, I guess um, it's one of the unknown mystery, I guess, (laughs) of motorsport that's just happening at this place. Uh, You know, I won with uh, Sam Schmidt when uh, when I was driving um, driving for him 2014, the first time. So uh, I don't know. I I really love the track. Um, It suits my style. You know, late braking, um, technical stuff. You know, anticipation of um, succession of corners. Uh, That's the kind of that's kind of track I'm really good at, and I think Will is very similar. We we drive very very similar, so that would explain. But um, I really don't know. I Honestly, think it's a bit of a a bit of a mystery.
6: Well, Simon Pagino, your winner of the IndyCar Grand Prix, joining us here in the Freak Nation. You just said you drive very similar to Will Power. Will Power won that thing at the end of the month called the Indy 500 last year. So can you drive similar to him <laughs> on the oval as well and get some things done?
8: <laughs> damn right I'm trying to try <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal uh, we we were really strong guys here I, I love I love every year uh, more and more going to the to the speedway so um, I think we have everything we need um, you know Chevy's done a tremendous job I think we're picking right now um, my 22 team is on it they've got a lot of new members that are phenomenal um, and, and I think this weekend just showed we, we're right where we need to be right now so um Everything's possible, and I believe in it.
6: Simon, talk about what you just said right there. I like going to the Speedway more and more because you hear from drivers, especially their first couple of years on the oval, that it's it's slightly terrifying. It's it's just very different the way that this track can come up and sometimes bite you. So, what do you mean by you like going to Indy more and more?
8: Well, I've gained so much experience throughout the years uh, coming back to it. You know, in my first oval race was. Indianapolis 500 in 2012. It doesn't seem that far away, so that long ago. So, um, you know, every year I get better. Every year I improve. And um, certainly I felt like last year was very, very strong for us and we were in contention for the win. So, you know, every year I feel like I've got more chances to do even better. So um, uh, when you have that kind of confidence, you're like coming back, you feel like you you can really do special things. Um, So it's exciting.
4: Simon Pash, you know your winner from the road course over the weekend, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Does this race help you at all for the Indy 500 in identifying the track or just familiarity?
8: Well, I think you know I was able to realize that we seem to have uh, the horsepower with Chevy. Um, you know, at the end of that long straightaway on the Grand Prix course, we could see that the Chevys were really strong. So that's a very very good sign for for Indy. Um, but other than that, it's mostly confidence and a boost of confidence for my team, my crew, my engineers, um, and the whole team. You know, it, it just gives you that uh, those wings that you need to uh, to do special things on a, on a given day.
4: And curious, do you enjoy a road course that's flat like Indianapolis Motor Speedway, or a road course where again you guys are going back to Mazda Raceway, or excuse me, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca? Do you like one with uh, loads of uh, undulation?
8: I, I really don't mind, um, you know, as long as I can get the race car to do what I need, uh, I, I love them all. Uh, you know, i won in Sonoma, I've, I've won at uh, many different tracks that are very different, so it's the elevation change is obviously nice for the fans, I think it, it gives you some uh, really nice perspective of what the cars can do, but um, I really don't mind either or.
4: His name is Simon Pagano, IndyCar Series winner over the weekend, and you've got a you got a little sporting event going off in France in June. Of course, that's the Women's World Cup.
8: You going to be watching any of those games? I will, but I'll also be watching uh, Le Mans. You know, I'm, I'm more of a I'm more like you guys. I'm more of a car guy. Come on, man! <laughs> I'm the, really the, France, soccer. the I'm not really. I used to play soccer when I was a kid, but yeah, I'll be watching. A little bit.
4: I mean, the French women's team is like top four in the world, man. You're hosting the damn
8: thing. Your ladies got a shot at this. I didn't know we're hosting. That's good to know. Thank you. (laughs) Great information. That's (laughs) That's good.
6: Well, are do you plan on being in Le Mans in June?
8: No, unfortunately, I I won't be because um, you know I'm so focused on IndyCar. It's uh, it's tough to uh, travel back and forth and. Um, no, I'd, I'd be focused on Detroit and 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 being 100 for the season. Simon, so well, I might stay up all night.
6: Yeah, well, Seriously, this will give you an excuse. <laughs> or, you know, you, you know, said the travel was a little off, but I mean, this could give you an excuse <laughs> to head home.
4: But that's a good point, Simon. When you, if you do stay up all night, does that a I mean, does that affect your workout as you get set for the next race?
8: Well, I mean, it's not ideal. Uh, you know, we. <laughs> The goal is to be as alert as you can be. So, yeah, I mean,
4: <laughs> it's not
8: ideal. But, uh, hey, one time. It's only 24 hours. That a boy. Bam. Well,
4: man, it's, it's always it, it, right? its right. always fantastic <laughs> when we get you in the Freak Nation because it means at least you got yourself a big-time win, buddy. Thanks for doing this.
8: All right, thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it.
6: Hold on, though. I need to know, is Norman at the track already, your dog?
8: He is. He is. He's taking a nap right now. Um, because yesterday was a uh, very intense day for him as well. So, you know, he's, he's going to get his rest. Okay, okay.
6: <laughs> Big wet kisses for dad after every day of practice this week.
8: Oh, he will. He <laughs> will. He is excited.
6: That's awesome. Well, go get him, Simon.
8: Thank you.
4: You know, Crashers always got to get Norman in there.
6: I love Norman. Always. Norman is a star on Instagram. Bam. And Twitter.
4: Freak Nation, coming up in a moment, your Statman Scat with a rally update. And the latest from your NASCAR series, Saturday night in Kansas. Why can't we see more racing like we saw Saturday night? Well, we'll explain. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
2: Good evening, my fellow citizens.
9: Man, let's get to provide guidance to mankind.
5: There was a masterful win by Ott Tanak at Rally Chile this weekend. The Estonian driver led most of the event in his Toyota to move within 10 points of the lead in the World Rally Championship. Stunningly, Tanak held off talent that represented the last 15 WRC titles. Current points leader Sebastian Oje, the six-time defending champion, finished second this weekend. Third was Sebastian Loeb, who won the nine previous championships before that. The crazy thing about Loeb this year is that he's in a Hyundai. He won his nine consecutive championships in a Citroen. Last year, when Loeb indicated he wanted to return to the WRC, Citroen said it didn't have room for him. Now Loeb is nipping at Citroen's heels, finishing only seven seconds behind Auger in what might be Loeb's former ride. Now that last sentence might be a bit of a stretch, but seeing the Frenchman climbing back into the rally spotlight in a Korean car gives one pause and might make you think crazily. (laughs) Peace.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
2: That's 855-325-1780
11: Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine.
4: In about 15 minutes. Collective soul here in the Freak Nation. Guitarist and brother of E Roland, as he's going by now, formerly Ed Roland, it's E Roland. But the brother of E. Roland, Dean Roland, will join us here in the studio. 25 years ago when this record was released. They got a big summer tour coming up with the Goo Goo Dolls. And a new record going to be released in June called Blood. Blood. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Do yourself a favor. Go to lucasoil.com and look at one of the many, many products they have for your boat, your car, your lawnmower. Lucas Oil, the finest synthetic oil on the planet. A lot of us still change our oil, so why not go with Lucas Oil? Go to AutoZone, or Auto Parts, Napa, Advance Auto Parts. Your favorite auto parts store today. Grab yourself some Lucas Oil. I think Saturday night was an aberration. The first couple of stages with that NASCAR Cup race, it was a typical NASCAR race, and then the sun set, the track cooled down, and I'd be damned. There was a lot of passing going on, and Statman, Crasher, tail end of that race. There were three, four, even at one time with Jimmy Johnson, Five dudes with about 10 laps to go, 10, 12 laps to go, that could have won that damn race. We haven't seen that often. It was a chilly May night in Kansas. And a lot of <laughs> – Stad, if you read between the lines, it, the, a lot of the talk is the fact that with this new aero package that they have, it seemed to be spot on with the cooler weather. But I don't think we're going to have that cooler weather <laughs> moving much forward than where we are now.
5: It seems like everything they – find, you know, you know, my theory drivers complain about everything, but they're blaming all the good, all the bad, everything on the new aero package. It's, it's amazing what they find to be the fault of the new aero package. If they just drive and compete and not think that everything has to be anytime somebody gets in front of them, how dare you get in front of me? Uh, and, you know, let's go fight about it, and maybe they'd have better races altogether.
6: But, okay, so the coolness could have something to have done with the racing being better last night, but could it also just be that this this package suits Kansas, which Kansas so happens to be kind of a cookie cutter of many other tracks, and maybe, coolness aside, maybe this package is just plain cut out for the mile-and-a-half tracks, and we will see some other goodness later on in the year.
5: Well, that's where we had most of the complaints was the, the cookie-cutter races from the cookie-cutter tracks. So maybe they did spend more time making sure that this is a better overall package for the mile-and-a-half tracks. But I think the biggest the biggest issue is that they just need to compete and don't think that because I'm a cup driver – Nobody should be able to get in my way, and uh, I should be able to win. And no one should complain when I do something bad, like I complain against the other drivers when they do something bad. I just think that go compete. I mean, the, the F1 guys, uh, that some, even the backmarkers, they go out and drive, and they finish the races. They only had two that didn't uh, finish. Today's race, a two-hour race on an open road course. I think in, uh, in uh, Azerbaijan, all 20 cars got to the finish uh, w- with no room for error on the racetrack. An open wheel, no fenders. They just drove. And there's something strange about just competing and not complaining. Sometimes you get the feeling that they're just chasing, continue to chase
4: their tail, and you're, you're hoping that eventually they get this thing right. But when you see names like Tyler Reddick and JTG, JTG Doherty Racing's Chris Busher in the top 10 and running in the top 10, you think, wow, there's something there's something happening here, man. These guys have figured it out. But it, then you zero back in, in some of the conversations. It's a, It's a cooler night. And the third stage, that's where it started to cool off. And you have those other names outside of the Bushes. And the Logano's and the Kozlowskis, right? They were you. You're, you're even seeing Jimmy Johnson running in the top ten, which, by the way, <laughs> Jimmy Johnson with. Let me make sure I get this right. Crash your stall for just a second before
6: I. Well, you're bringing up names, and I mean, granted, it was bad luck for Kyle Busch as he, I think, he ended up three laps down and was a victim of one of the one of the crashes. I believe one of the ones that caught up boyer i believe ah, it's i was very very sidetracked watching that race yesterday but yeah it's just it's good to see more parody and that's what yesterday in both indycar and nascar that's what it brought about
4: so jimmy johnson here's a stat for you stat man jimmy johnson won top five finish Oof. in 12
5: races five top wow. tens <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah that old seven
4: time, huh? He's having yeah. a hard time in seven time. Yeah, think What's about that. Up, Chevy? The old guy, Jimmy Johnson, seven time champion, having a tough time with whatever. And he he said this going into last year and in, into this year as well that they're chasing themselves. And, and look, look with Chad Kanaos. Chad Kanaos is gone. And we've talked about that at length the importance of your crew chief and your driver and the relationship that they have. You know, whatever percentage it is that we came up with in our discussions, is it 30% driver and 70% crew chief, whatever. But Jimmy Johnson, certainly not hitting an all-eight. But we got a guy like Alex Bowman, who not one, not two, but the last three races, his teammate, Jimmy Johnson's teammate, finishing second. And, by the way, who's his crew chief?
6: Chad canals
4: Chad Knauss. <laughs> Wouldn't you think, Statman, that, Gosh, I understand about and, – and that last year with Chad canals wasn't a great year with those two guys. But, damn, you've won seven championships, Dad. Don't you think you could say, you know what, uh, there, Mr. Hendrick? Um, no, don't take Chad Knauss away from me.
5: Well, I, there's a couple of things that are going on. One is that on the more high-speed tracks, you're going to get Ford – is going to do better because I th- I think, and I don't have any confirmation of this, I think Ford has a better nose to cut through the air than the other two. Uh, and uh, Toyota, which is the only other one that's been dominant this year, they've been more dominant than even Ford, uh, Toyota has more factory involvement than uh chevy or ford so it would make sense that toyota would be the winningest car ford would be the second winningest and chevrolet would be struggling because they don't have a clean arrow nose and they don't have as much factory support as the other two
4: yeah it comes down to dollars as we see that in plenty of areas which by the way may get may lead into our discussion about the dollar situation of carl edwards and really why he left i'm I did my due diligence and dug a little deeper into some Carl Edwards conversations. We we brought that up towards the first part of the show. We've got a freaking flashback about 12 years ago. Carl Edwards with his mother. On Mother's Day, by the way. Happy Mother's Day, Freak Nation. Carl Edwards and his mom joined us with the freaks. We'll get to that coming up next hour. So speaking of money and the, the money that's not there compared to, shoot, 12 years ago, the kind of crazy cake those dudes were making and probably as recently as five, six years ago that they're making. They're making nowhere near the kind of cake that uh, they were making when Carl Edwards was with Jack Roush back in the day.
6: And by the way, it was a mutual split between Chad Knauss and Jimmy Johnson. Got it. And they had, according to their own media sit down, I believe it was last fall, without divulging too much information, they both said, we've been talking about this for a while. And yeah, publicly they've had heated moments over their tenure together, but it really didn't come down to that. It was just this is what's best for both of us moving forward. So I guess you can read into that what you what you may.
4: Freak Nation coming up in about five minutes. Collective Soul, the band Collective Soul, they've got new record coming out next month. Their first record, 25 years ago in March. 25 years ago, where the hell were you 25 years ago, Freak Nation? they got a new record coming up in June called Blood. And when you hear a band like Collective Soul, they just crossed genres. They were considered an alternative rock band, a rock band, an an adult contemporary rock band regardless. (laughs) Uh, His name is Dean Rowland, guitarist with the band. Original guitarist, brother of Ed Rowland, E. Rowland, singer of Collective Soul. Joins us next. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hole Studios.
0: Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio,
5: redefined.
4: Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, proving anywhere is possible with Speed
1: Freak's
4: and get
0: awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio,
5: redefined.
1: Why drink the water from my hand? Contagious as you think I am.
4: His name is Dean Rowland, guitarist for Collective Soul, and it was March of this year where they celebrated 25 freaking years of their first big-time release. He joins us now here in the Freak Nation. I was on, I want to say, either KLOS or Pirate Radio in Southern California when you guys came out with with this album, Dean. And I remember thinking one time when I first heard this record was, hold on a second, is this a demo or is this is this the record that they produced for Atlanta for Atlantic? And if I read more into this, was the record that came out really your demo that was initially released? It, it really
10: was <laughs> for better <laughs> for worse. It sure was. It, it was never our intention to, to have it released like, like to the public or mainstream or whatever. We, it was, uh, we recorded it to basically get a record deal, but in the process of doing that, we released it independently, just on our own. And, back in those days, like you, you just didn't really do that or, or you, you could do it, but it, the, the chances of it having any kind of mainstream success was so improbable that we were like, we'll just, we'll do it anyway, just in case. And we'll get, you know, a regular, if, if we get you know fortunate enough to get a record deal, we'll go and re-record all these songs. And, but no such luck. We, we, we had great luck anyway. The song shine took off and, but it was, that was all demo stuff, man. Cause I, Again, in
4: in radio back, you're right. Back in the day, your record reps would come into the radio station with a box full of CDs, and you saw this box full of something called Collective Soul, and that that long ass mm. name with your debut, and then you pop that on, going, "Holy smokes, man!"
9: <laughs> I, I
10: love your description of our the album title. Is <laughs> it is, man. Yeah, we
4: come on hints and allegations and things left unsaid. Damn, it's a yeah, lot we, for <laughs> rock and roll DJs to say on the air. Damn
10: it. <laughs> Yeah yeah we we we, went, we said that full title for about for about 10 minutes and from then on it was heck, we we always called it hint that was that was the name of that record
4: <laughs> Dean Rowland, guitarist for Collective Soul 25 years here in the Freak yeah, Nation man. embarking on a big tour with Gin Blossoms this summer new mm-hmm. record coming out this uh I think it June you can actually June, walk, yeah, right
10: June 21st yeah exactly
4: and let's let's Man, let's pull back the, the curtain a little bit here, man. Uh, okay. tw- 25 years ago, you are a young-ass punk, and now, yeah. 25 years later, you have a three-month-old daughter. Which did you think would, <laughs> would happen? You'd be the father of a daughter, or that you would be around for 25 years in Collective Soul?
10: I mean, I'm going to go and say it's all, in my mind, was all very uh, unlikely, <laughs>
1: but
10: <laughs> it happened regardless. Um, it, the uh, both I'm very thankful for. Let's start there. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the 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 fact that we've been around this long kind of bewilders me but it's a testament to, to our love for music and at the end of the day my brother and I and, and Will and the guys in the band we we, act, we we get along with each other for the most part and we have fun doing it. So I mean we're kind of like why you know why stop? We we enjoy it. And we don't we don't have to get real jobs and <laughs> <laughs> keep keep going, keep keep doing it as long as we can before somebody figures out figures out our, our, our jig.
6: And apparently, Dean, things just get better with age as well, because I believe it was your brother who said Blood, the album that comes out in June, is an accumulation of everything you've done over the years, and it's the best that you guys have ever done. So what makes Blood just so damn good?
10: I think it is the culmination of all those things. I mean, the ingredients of the experience of having made you know uh, many records studio records or live records and all of the shows and just a life of of music of being just in it deep for all these years and and for the first time in many years we went away we, we the, the entire band and a couple of our crew guys we we went to a studio in uh up in northeast and just locked ourselves away secluded no distractions and we just we had a blast making the record. We, we just let ourselves go, be creative with, with very, very little outside distractions. And uh, just a lot of it's just a reflection of um, my brother and I obviously be, being family blood. But then the other thing is just being in a band, having a brotherhood. And um, you, you depend on each other. Your livelihoods depend on, like, everything, the chemistry. and you know? So it's we just, you know, we, we kind of took that idea and ran with it and had, had fun making this record.
6: You know, I've seen that, or it seems like it's been more recent than than prior that people do want to just get away. Are distractions just bigger and more these days than they were when you guys were creating albums in the '90s?
10: Yeah, I mean, I would, hell, I didn't. I don't. We were making those first couple of records. I, don't, I didn't even have a cell phone. I mean, so now it's like you can be distracted in, in any in any moment. Um, there's so much going on in the world, right? Yeah. So you have to make a conscious effort and and and. On top of it, it's not just those things. We have families and there's, you know, individual, our separate lives just outside of the band. So you have to really make a concerted effort to, to just lock in for a little while. And, and, and it kind of reminded us, it was a little nostalgic of how we used to do it. It was, we had fun, like kind of being kids again.
4: Dean Rowland, Collective Soul, celebrating 25 years, the new record coming out in June, excuse me, the new album coming out in June, Blood. You go back to that initial release, whether it was Shine, Breathe. Do you have, if if though with those two songs, could you have lived the rest of your life with those hits without without another song played? Are you making enough g damn residuals to to live a healthy life?
10: No. What? <laughs> no, man. Come on. It's Gotta work. <laughs> I. Uh, that was twenty five years ago. Um. <laughs> Life's expensive, man. You got to, you know, young man at that time. You got to spend that money you make. Um, no, I, I, I don't. I don't think it would have been enough. But I guess it's relative to, to people's how much money you spend and what your your lifestyle's like. But,
4: um, Dean, I just think there's so many bands out there that would just that would kill to have a hit like Shine. You know, and and, and just the fact that you guys were able to crack that code. To not By have way, one, but two, but three, or four hits in rock and
10: roll radio. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were paid. You know, the the interesting part of that is a lot of the, that success plays into what it, it all works together, right? So the fact that we were active and we went and, and toured our asses off and continued to, to, to be active still plays into, like, keeping it relevant to some degree, right? So – I think if it just happened and we had a song that was big on the radio in 1994, I don't know how – I mean, it, does that just not kind of go away a little bit? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure how that works.
6: <laughs> well, there is some staying power to what we're talking about here because I found it interesting that Imagine Dragons was the first group up for back-to-back year – last year and this year, top rock songs of the year, and nobody has done that since you guys. Oh, with the Billboard Music Awards, right, that were just last week. Nobody's done that since you guys from 94 right. to 95. That's incredible.
10: Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it is. But it's it's, a, it's actually amazing that that had happened since... I didn't even know that. that that's good for those guys. Uh, I'm proud for them. Um, yeah, and it is. I mean, there's, there's some testament... To, to the, the staying power, the, the quality of the song and all of that kind of thing. You know, like, I, I'd like to think on some level we know what we're doing. But then again, <laughs> I absolutely know we don't. We just, we're just just enjoying ourselves and having fun with it.
6: Dean Rowland with Collective Soul joining us here in the Freak Nation. And I can tell you're a very modest person. I think, I think what we're trying to get into is just – how amazing it's been. Here this is, your silver anniversary. And I guess maybe the music industry, maybe just news in general, people, they kind of long for those stories of, oh, the band breakup, or, oh, things went downhill real fast. You guys are the exact opposite of that. You've stayed together seemingly so well with these hits that people just continue to love to this day. And so, yeah, just bottom line, I think it's it's a massive kudos to what you guys have put together and been able to keep.
10: Yeah, it- it is, and I, and I think it's a testament to. Just, at the end of the day, it's just we we kind of get along with each other, which is a can be a shocker because there's two brothers in the band. We don't always. And, and and to be honest and frank, there there were some years in there uh, that were pretty ugly. Like we we there, there were times where it was like I don't know. We we, we didn't know if we were going to keep doing it. We had, we'd made a decision to leave Atlantic Records. We wanted to go start our own, do it independently. It was a and it was after the, when the digital music file sharing was coming in and we are like let's just you know take take the risk on our on our own and it got it was rough there for a while but we persevered and you know the the, the love of what we do and, and and recognizing how fortunate we are to be able to do what we do like i'm 46 years old and i get to make music for a living that's that's pretty pretty cool and i've been able to do it my entire adult life
4: you've got a three-month-old daughter i've got a five-year-old daughter can I give you some words of wisdom?
10: Oh boy, here Please. we go. Please, I'll, 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 I'll take anything.
4: All right. So again, my daughter is is five years old, and, and people are used to this in the Freak Nation. I just bring this up when I talk to men who have daughters. It just are
6: we, older parents too. Yeah, so, I mean, because uh, I'm 46. Yeah. I had her at 41. So
4: yeah. yeah. So do okay. your, do yourself a favor. Maybe maybe start now. Wear a cup, because she, <laughs> dude, like right okay. right now, my daughter's five miles from me, but I still feel her kicking me in the balls. It's in- <laughs> <Noted>. <laughs> it's incredible how young li- little daughters find a way to kick their old man in the nuts. You could be guarding them,
10: and she'll find a way <laughs> okay. to kick you in the nuts, Dean. Okay. All right. That's that is uh, that is noted for sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I mean literally, not in your wallet. I mean literally, she'll kick you in the balls oh, it'll unintentionally. Turn to the wallet.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I got
1: it. I mean, that you think take-
4: you, you think you and your brother had some brawls? Just wait till right. your daughter gets a hold of you, man.
10: Oh God. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to hold her uh, feet out. Right? Is that is that a better? That the,
1: the
4: <laughs> oh, and and speaking of, what do you think's what do you think's worse, being in a rock and roll band with your older brother like yourself, or being on a radio show with your wife?
9: Hey, hey, what? which is what?
4: worse?
10: Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh I, I I don't I'm not I don't know if I can step into that one. I... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, somehow I make it work with my brother, so I'm just gonna ride with that one for a minute. It's not always fun.
6: <laughs> yep, you got to read body language real well, don't you?
4: Who's had no the la- last best punch? Who who hit who the hardest the last? Literally.
10: Oh God, he did. I I I, I, I keep my hands in my pocket because I don't want to hurt him too bad.
4: <laughs> well, you're a good, you're damn guitar player, bro. You don't you don't be really screwing up your digits.
10: Exactly right. I gotta I gotta keep these things in. Uh, in, in working condition. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Dean Rowland, 25 years, Collective Soul. And, Dean, before you get the hell out of here, your new single is Right As Rain. And me being a Southern right. man, I get it. I understand that saying. Yeah. All right? All right. There you go. So right. uh, I'm going to quiz you on some Southern sayings. You ready? Give it to me. This okay. How I can do All right. So let's start off with... With this, let's get some game show music in here, put it underneath this, and then we're quizzing uh Dean Rowland, of course, guitarist with Collective Soul here in the Freak Nation. Uh, Ride as Rain is the first single from the new blood record. Okay, so if I say, if I say we're living in high cotton, what does that mean?
10: That's like living in high cotton, I mean, that just means you're, you're living the good life, right?
4: Yeah, you're living large. Tall cotton bushes are easier to pick and yield higher returns, baby.
10: All right. Yeah, yeah, there you go.
4: Okay. Uh, she was madder than a wet hen. <laughs>
10: <laughs> it, means, it means you're in trouble.
4: Yeah, there you go. Uh, hens sometimes enter a phase of broodiness. They'll stop at nothing to incubate their eggs. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> what is,
10: is that? What it is? <laughs>
4: Here's one for you. He, he could eat corn through a picket fence.
10: Oh, he needs some
12: braces.
10: <laughs> yep, buck teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. You can't... He might, he might, need, yeah, he might need some um, surgery or, or, or so I don't
4: know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> you can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear.
10: Ah, uh, uh, that one, That uh, you got me on that one.
4: A pig's ear may look soft, pink, and shiny, but you're not fooling anyone by calling it a new mark J- Jacobs bag. Whatever.
6: Okay. Okay.
4: <laughs> and then there's the go to that we all had in the South. He's drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs>
10: <laughs> that would speak for itself, right? Yeah. Come on.
4: I mean, growing up outside Atlanta, you had to use that every time, every now and then, right?
10: I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah. But I, I you know, some of those things, you. you I pick and choose what I use from the South, right? You can't do fun with all of it. Like, some of it, we have to let it go.
4: I'm finer than frog hair split four ways.
10: God dang it. I don't know. Look, man, I grew up in downtown Atlanta. I didn't grow up in backwoods, Georgia. I need, to, I, need to, I need to call one of my, my cousins to see if they can help me out on some of this stuff.
4: All right, we'll end it with this. He thinks the sun comes up just to hear him crow. He thinks the
10: sun comes up just I mean, yeah, he's, he's walking tall. He's, he's, yeah. he's the big man on,
4: on campus. There you go. Look at that. Yeah. Dean Rowland, guitarist for <laughs> Collective Soul, celebrating 25 years. The new album, Blood, coming out in June. Ride As Rain is the new single. Catch him with gin blossoms this year. In fact, here in Phoenix. Now's the time tour. August 13th. At Comerica Theater. We're not going to miss that, Dean. Thanks for doing this, man. This is awesome.
6: Yeah, I appreciate you guys. I,
10: y'all, y'all are fun.
4: It's a sports talk radio show, but we'll talk a little rock and roll anytime we can, dude. Hells, yeah. Let's
10: do it. I, I'm, I'm down.
4: All right. <laughs> All right.
10: Thank,
1: Thank you, guys. You. Thank you, Dean. <music>
4: Dean Rowland, guitarist for Collective Soul here in the Freak Nation. What a good dude. Yeah. Stan, did you recognize
5: any of those old Southern sayings? Oh yeah, a lot of them. You know, when I grew up in Columbus, Columbus was the <laughs> South <too. laughs> But Cooter Brown, I don't know, I've never heard of Cooter Brown. What's that mean? Drunker and Co- Cooter Brown. Is that a is that a, a adult beverage from the old days? <laughs> no. Like Jack Daniels and Jim Beam and Cooter Brown. Yeah, how that how would
4: that sound? You know, Jack Daniels and Coke. Cooter Brown and Coke. <laughs> Freak Nation coming up in the second hour. I found it. I found something. What did Michael Schumacher and Carl Edwards have in common? We'll get to that. Simon Pagano, your IndyCar Series winner from Indianapolis Motor Speedway's road course yesterday. And more coming up from the Kansas NASCAR Cup race. It's all coming up. Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
3: The words now the act of and Speed
0: freaks, motorsports radio redefined.
2: Pedro Fernandez, you might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads: pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, and guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain. Hey, makes it more manageable. Gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So, if you have Medicare and you need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what?
3: that's 800-603-0885. The
1: Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past.
4: Second hour of speed freaks. How you doing, man? Kenny Sargent, Crash, Gladys, Step Man, the Sour. Carl Edwards retired from NASCAR Cup Series a few years ago. We got a freaking flashback with him and his mom on Mother's Day. Meaning, the interview didn't air on Mother's Day, but today is Mother's Day. So we wanted to bring in a freaking flashback where we had a driver on with his mom. That's Carl Edwards, who was a runner-up to Tony Stewart. Remember that stat, man? Carl Edwards going into Phoenix and then Homestead had the championship right there in his palm.
6: Are we talking 2016?
4: Was that was that the year that it happened when again, he tied with Tony Stewart? I believe so. Was that 15 or 16 regardless. That man, it was we saw this coming with Tony Stewart that you just you don't dick with Tony Stewart when it comes to some of the things that you're going to say or do on the track and no, Tony Stewart was there and grabbed the championship.
5: Yeah. Wasn't that also a problem that he had? He tried to block somebody at the end of a race. If he'd have finished ahead of him, he would have uh, won the championship. I think he was at, at Homestead. He was one of the four drivers with a chance to win the championship. And all he had to do was, finish in front, he tried to block somebody and got uh, bounced into a wall. And I think that was uh, that was the last year. I don't think he came back the next year. I, may, I might be wrong on that, but I do remember that's how his championship run ended.
4: 2011, we were just reminded, yes. that was the year oh. going into Homestead where he had the lead in your point you're talking about Carl Edwards but it came out to where Tony Stewart and Carl Edwards they tied in points but was it race wins
5: that eventually her? That, that, that the uh, tiebreaker went down I think the second place finishes oh. for some reason that they both had the same wins and I think Tony had more second place finishes than Carl did
6: that's insane that is absolutely insane that you could have a championship that tight
4: you have that many races that many drivers that many chances to move up or down and you
6: tie the last race and you tie and win so you have to go to your second place finishes to break the tie man
5: you know the thing that they ought to do you you know what relegation is kenny because you're a a big soccer fan, I think relegation ought to be something that NASCAR should consider uh, uh, deeply. I think that would improve the overall presentation of the sport if they take the X number of drivers, separate them from everybody else, and uh, let those guys run for the championship in the second half of the season and relegate everybody else to a different race together, and uh, have them uh, racing maybe on the same weekend, but relegate them to uh, another category altogether.
6: Not necessarily relegation, but you were once they decided to do this playoff format in the mid 2000s, you were a big fan of not having the backmarker drivers in the same race as the guys vying for the title. So that's kind of in that same vein there.
5: Yeah. I mean, why would you if they've, they kind of avoided that, but if you and I are on the same team crash and you have a chance to win a championship, why don't I just block somebody and keep them from getting the points that, that, uh, uh, would compete against you. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that just, that just doesn't go over well. And they have team waters in all races, but, um, that just doesn't go no, – team orders don't go well uh, in Formula One or uh, NASCAR or any place else.
4: Relegation, and I've said this about all sports, NBA, Major League Baseball, National Football League, relegation, but specifically for NASCAR and motorsports when it's so sponsorship-driven, I just there's just no way that could
5: happen. Well, Think you could have that. the same – you could have the races on TV, yeah. Uh, but, same uh, day, even. The same day, even. I mean, you have to have shorter races, obviously, but <laughs> you know, there's no you, there's no reason why guys that are running for 30th place should have an impact on people that are trying to win.
4: It's the 30th place race today. <laughs> <laughs> Going to reset. Crash glass pit news and notes next.
0: Freaks, We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks.
4: Welcoming in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. How you doing? Sirius XM radio affiliates across the country. iHeartRadio, Radio. Tune in. Radio.com. We're there for you, man. Coming up this hour, Simon Pagano and a flashback with former NASCAR Cup star, Carl Edwards, Crash Gladys, Bit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself, your friends, your family a favor, whoever rides in that big old truck, SUV of yours, get General Tires on that bad ride, man. Go to Discount Tire, Tire Pro, Big Old Tires, your favorite tire dealer. Grab yourself some General Tires, Crasher.
6: Happy Mother's Day weekend to all the moms out there, Lynn St. James, all the... All the moms in motorsports, the moms of drivers, you got it. Happy Mother's Day. And because of Mother's Day, there wasn't a ton of on-track action. I mean, motocross is off before they start their season. But IndyCar, F1, and NASCAR were at it. So, okay, the big guns are on. IndyCar officially kicked off the month of May with the IndyCar GP on the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Putting on a clinic in the wet, Simon Paginot. Approximately Seven seconds down of the leader, Scott Dixon, around the 10 laps to go mark. But Pagino made his presence known behind the leaders as he was closing by about a second per lap. Dude was on it with about a lap and a half to go. Dixon just couldn't hold off Simon anymore. Simon went on to snap his 22-race winless drought, which dated back to Sonoma of 2017. Simon Pagino with your win. Rhinus VK took, speaking of 7 seconds, he took the Indy Lights win by 7 seconds on Saturday. And it was all Andretti all the time as Andretti Autosport went 1-2 on the Friday race in Indy Lights. Robert McGinnis, your winner. NASCAR raced in Kansas. Ross Chastain taking the truck race. In, let's see, that was Friday night. Brad Keselowski, you could say it was fresher tires. You could say he's better just on restarts. But Keselowski took his third win of the season, tying him with Kyle Busch in the top series and making it a huge day for the captain, Roger Penske. Yeah, that's Keselowski taking the win in NASCAR on top of Pagano taking the win for Team Penske in IndyCar. There was some scuffle between Clint Boyer and Eric Jones argument on was Jones blocking Boyer, or was it necessary aggression with this aero package, but I think what we can all agree on, the racing was damn good last night. Formula One raced in Spain, and it was all Lewis Hamilton all the time. He dominated from the lights to the flag, and now Lewis is back atop the points.
4: Freak Nation, coming up, Simon Pagino, your IndyCar Series winner from Indianapolis Motor Speedway's road course. Speed Freaks,
0: Motorsports Radio, redefined.
6: Then grab the Reduced Fat and the Turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba.
4: For over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, and your anywhere. From the aggressive all-terrain performance of the new Grabber ATX to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APT, General Tire's balance excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember... With General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire helping
5: to keep speed freaks on the road since 2001. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time, but Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors, and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines.
7: Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Your Mav TV.
1: Grab it and hold on tight.
3: You're listening
0: to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined.
4: Oh, yeah. Speed Freaks on Twitter and, of course, the website SpeedFreaks.tv. Lucas Oil Studios is where we've been doing this. 18 plus years thank you affiliates thank you SiriusXM, for being a part of this simon pagino has been a part of the freak nation for quite a while but damn it it's been a while since simon pagino has been here in the freak nation and simon you were talking about a lot of the questions were answered with your road course win there at indianapolis motor speedway who actually was questioning you and if you really belonged as one of the elite drivers in indycar
8: oh. uh i don't know <laughs> i don't know i wouldn't name anyone personally but uh you know, obviously, you hear rumors and uh, you hear things. I mean, I don't want to get into it. I, I, like I said, I know what I'm worth. I know my team is uh, is great support, and um, you know, we, we 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 have a common goal. We we both want to win, and we work really hard to get there. And uh, it's better to uh, shut up the <laughs> the chatter. <laughs>
6: And with a dominant win like you had this weekend at the IndyCar Grand Prix on the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Simon Pagano, drivers that have whispers of going elsewhere or not belonging in their seat, they don't race a race like you raced in the dry and then the wet this weekend. That was an insane performance.
8: Oh, yeah, I had a great time. Uh, But again, I, I, you know, I don't know where those chatters come from because nothing of it is true. So um, I just want to make that very clear um mm-hmm. uh, and I'd, I'd like to stop talking about that yeah. and i think i showed it this weekend so um you know it was a fantastic day the car was awesome and i felt like i brought my a game my a plus game i would say and all the stars aligned um like i've been saying i've been preaching it all year we we found uh what i like about this car we found what i needed and um all year has been pretty good on performance we just I haven't had everything come together yet, uh, but it just did, and it's only uh, race number five. So we, we're looking, I think, very good for the championship this year.
4: Simon Pagino, your winner from the road course, Indianapolis Motor Speedway on Saturday, joining the Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios. Simon, when do you know that you had the car to win at any point of the race, as long as you can be up front, of course, when the checker flag drops? But when exactly do you know you had the car?
8: Well, honestly, in qualifying, I was very, very satisfied with the race car. Uh we're obviously missing some pace and weren't too sure. You know, will power and myself. We, we discussed this and Joseph, you got included. We, we discussed this at length and we're not sure how to go any faster. So we had great, great cars underneath us, uh, and came race there. I think it showed we, uh, were able to, to, uh, keep our tires in better shape than most, uh, whether it was on dry condition or wet conditions. And, um, we're able to drive the head out of those cars. So, um, you know, it, uh, I, knew, I knew we had a chance to win pretty quickly um, in the race, as I felt very strong. And um, I just never, never gave up.
6: What is it about you and willpower? You guys are the only winners of the IndyCar Grand Prix. And it's just, it, is it something with how you guys have your setup? That seems like the obvious answer. The Penske setup is better than everybody else. But it's still you guys behind the wheel driving and driving a different race every year. So what is it with you yeah. guys?
8: Well, I guess um, it's one of the unknown mystery, I guess, <laughs> of <laughs> motorsport that's just happening at this place. Uh, you know, I won with uh, Sam Schmidt when uh, when I was driving um, driving for him, two thousand fourteen, the first time. So uh, I don't know. I, I really love the track. Um, it suits my style. You know, late braking, um, technical stuff. You know, anticipation of um, succession of corners. Uh, that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of track I'm really good at, and I think Will is very similar. We we drive very very similar, so that would explain. But um, I really don't know. I honestly think it's a bit of a a bit of a mystery.
6: Well, Simon you your winner of the IndyCar Grand Prix, joining us here in the Freak Nation. You just said you drive very similar to Will Power. Will Power won that thing at the end of the month called the Indy 500 last year. So can you drive similar to him <laughs> on the oval as well and get some things done?
8: <laughs> Damn right I'm trying to try <laughs> that's the goal uh, we we were really strong last year I, I love I love every year more and more going to the to the speedway so um, I think we have everything we need um, you know Chevy's done a tremendous job I think we're picking right now um, my 22 team is on it they've got a lot of new members that are phenomenal um, and, and I think this weekend just showed we, we're right where we need to be right now so um Everything's possible, and I believe in it.
5: Simon Pagino, what do you mean that you enjoy going to the Speedway more and more? So many drivers show up, and at first, for several years maybe, the speed, the walls, the whole experience is terrifying to them. What do you find that you're liking it more and more?
8: Well, I've gained so much experience throughout the years uh, coming back to it. <clears throat> you know, in the, my first oval race was... Indianapolis 500 in 2012. It doesn't seem that far away, so that long ago. So um, you know, every year I get better, every year I improve, and um, certainly, I felt like last year was very, very strong for us, and we were in contention for the win. So you know, every year I feel like I've got more chances to do even better. So um, uh, when you have that kind of confidence, you like coming back, you feel like you you can really do special things. Um, so it's exciting.
5: Simon Pagenaud won the Indy Grand Prix Saturday. Simon, is there any way that a road course event like the Grand Prix does it have any bearing on the Oval, the 500? Does it get you ready or prepare yourself for in any way for the 500?
8: Well, I think you know I was able to realize that we seem to have uh, the horsepower with Chevy. Um, you know, at the end of that long straightaway on the Grand Prix course, we could see that. The Chevys were really strong, so that's a very, very good sign for for Indy. Um, but other than that, it's mostly confidence and a boost of confidence for my team, my crew, my engineers, um, and the whole team. You know, it, it just gives you that uh, those wings that you need to uh, to do special things on a, on a given day.
5: Simon Pagino, do you like a road course that's flat like the road course at Indianapolis, or do you like something with a roller coaster ride that has hills and uphill and downhill like Weathertech Raceway at Laguna Seca? Which one do you like better?
8: I I really don't mind. Um, You know, as long as I can get the race car to do what I need, uh, I I love them all. Uh, You know, I won in Sonoma, I've I've won at uh, many different tracks that are very different, so it's the elevation change is obviously nice for the fans. I think it it gives you some uh, really nice perspective of what the cars can do. But um, I really don't mind either. Or
4: his name is Simon Pagano IndyCar Series winner over the weekend. And you've got a you've got a little sporting event going off in France in June. Of course, that's the Women's World Cup.
8: You going to be watching any of those games? I will, but I'll also be watching uh, Le Mans. You know, I'm, I'm more of a I'm more like you guys. I'm more of a car guy come on man the, the really france soccer the... i'm not really i used to play soccer when i was a kid but yeah i'll be watching a little bit
4: i mean the french women's team is like top four in the world man you're hosting the damn
8: thing your ladies got that's a shot cool. at this i didn't know we we're hosting that's good to know thank you <laughs> great information <laughs> that's good
6: well are you do you plan on being in le mans in june
8: no unfortunately i, I won't be because um you know, I'm so focused on IndyCar. It's uh, it's tough to uh, travel back and forth. And um, no, I'd, I'd be focused on Detroit and 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 being 100 percent for the season. Simon, well, I might stay up all night.
6: Yeah, well, Seriously, this will give you an excuse. <laughs> you know, you, you know, I said the travel was a little off, but I mean, this could give you an excuse <laughs> to head home.
4: But that's a good point, Simon. When you if you do stay up all night, does that a I mean, does that affect your workout as you get set for the next race?
8: Well, I mean. It's not ideal, uh, you know. We, <laughs> the goal is to be as alert as you can be. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not ideal, but uh, hey, one time, it's only 24 hours. That a boy, bam! Well, man, it's, it's always
4: it, it right. It's always fantastic <laughs> when we get you in the Freak Nation because it means at least you got yourself a big time win, buddy. Thanks for doing this.
8: All right, thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate it.
6: Hold on though, I need to know: Is Norman at the track already? Your dog?
8: He is. He is. He's taking a nap right now. Um, because yesterday was a very intense day for him as well. So, you know, he's going to get his rest.
6: Okay, okay. (laughs) Big wet kisses for Dad after every day of practice this week.
8: Oh, he will. He (laughs) will. He is excited.
6: That's awesome. Well, go get him, Simon.
8: Thank you. Freak
4: Nation, coming up next, it is Mother's Day. So how about some Mother's Day trivia and some Mother's Day Ripley's Believe It or Not in the moment your stat man, Scat, and Carl Edwards and Michael Schumacher, there's something in common. And props to Carl Edwards. We explain. It's coming up. Speed Freaks, Pits, and the Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Speed Freaks. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's the Let's to provide it. guidance
5: to mankind. There was a masterful win by Ott Tanak at Rally Chile this weekend. The Estonian driver led most of the event in his Toyota to move within 10 points of the lead in the World Rally Championship. Stunningly, Tanak held off talent that represented the last 15 WRC titles. Current points leader Sebastian Ogier, the six-time defending champion, finished second this weekend Third was Sebastian Loeb, who won the nine previous championships before that. The crazy thing about Loeb this year is that he's in a Hyundai. He won his nine consecutive championships in a Citroen. Last year, when Loeb indicated he wanted to return to the WRC, Citroen said it didn't have room for him. Now Loeb is nipping at Citroen's heels, finishing only seven seconds behind Auger in what might be Loeb's former ride. Now that last sentence might be a bit of a stretch, but seeing the Frenchman climbing back into the rally spotlight in a Korean car gives one pause and might make you think crazily. (laughs) Peace. Speed Freaks,
0: Motorsports Radio, redefined. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
11: If you need anything from a simple home repair to a major remodel, You need to know about HomeAdvisor. It's a totally free service that instantly connects you with top local service pros.
1: HomeAdvisor is a very easy way to find a home contractor, and for me, it's the only way.
11: You can use HomeAdvisor for everything. Your house cleaning, your painting. Electricians, plumbers, handymen. We've had nothing but sad wolves every single time. Just select the type of work you need done, and HomeAdvisor's ProFinder technology instantly finds top pros in your area. You can read customer reviews of the pros, Even use their cost guide to find out what hundreds of other repair and improvement projects cost in your area. I think everybody should use HomeAdvisor. In fact, I tell everybody to use HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor is a total solution to any type of work you would ever want to do around your house. And best of all, it's completely free. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor.
1: When you're looking for quality auto parts, shop O'Reilly Auto Parts. With thousands of parts and accessories in stock and online, you're sure to find what you need. With quick in-store delivery for those hard-to-find parts and accessories. Shop your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store or OReillyAuto.com. Better parts, better prices every day. O, O,
0: O, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: And now, an ad from Dad. Save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with progressive.
2: Yeah. Tell you another way to save money don't buy those uh, expensive coffees every morning, you know.
11: And then you can save up
2: for a, I don't know, a really nice dress shirt. I'm just saying, it's great that you feel comfortable here at work, but, you know, an adult could walk in.
1: Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.
7: One threw a party in the county jail. The prison band was there they began to wail. The band was jumping and the joint began to swing. You should have heard it knocked locked out jailbird's.
4: All right, there's a there's significance of me playing Elvis Presley on Mother's Day that we'll get to in moments. This segment brought to you by our friends at Lucas Oil. You go to lucasoil.com to find a plethora of choices to keep your car on the road, your boat in the water, your lawnmower on the grass. I'm telling you, man, ain't a better product out there that can keep your engine alive. The finest synthetic oil on the planet. It's Lucas Oil. Coming up, Carl Edwards. Remember that guy? Remember that guy? Dude was running for a championship in 2011. They got beat out by Tony Stewart. That final race at Homestead, they tied with points. And it went to second place finishes. And Tony Stewart grabbed the championship in 2011. He'll be joining us in a freaking flashback. And the significance of Carl Edwards and Michael Schumacher is also coming up. All right, Statman.
5: Mother's Day trivia. Are you ready, bud? Yeah, let's give it a shot. Normally, when you come up with these things, Statman (laughs) looks stupider than normal, so uh, (laughs) let's roll. And this is... I I,
4: I want honest answers between you and Crash. Okay? Mother's Day trivia. The youngest mother... Whose history is authenticated is Lena Medina, who delivered a six and a half pound boy by cesarean section in Lima, Peru in 1939 at the age of blank years old. Statman 11. Crack. Uh, nine. Five years and seven months.
7: Stop it.
4: There's oh. no way. Come on. The child was raised as her brother and only discovered that Lena was his mother when he was 10. <laughs> There's oh no God.
6: way. Yeah, I don't see how that's possible.
4: All right. This is the oldest mother. At 10, you're not more than six
1: pounds yourself.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, by the way, Freak Nation.
6: Henley, excuse me, Kenny, think about that. That's how basically how old our daughter is. Henley is right now. <laughs> That's insane. That means she, this girl, Lena, got pregnant at the end of her four-year-old Come on! I
4: it's, didn't need it's a good. thesis, brah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Here we go, Statman Crasher. Mother's Day trivia on Mother's Day. April 9th, 2003. Obama Mahapatra. A blank-year-old retired school teacher in India became the world's oldest mother when she gave birth to a baby boy. How old was she? Statman?
6: Eighty-two.
5: Sixty-three. Sixty-five. Crash has got. I'm telling you, these things always make Statman sound like an idiot. You don't have. You don't have access to these questions. Do <laughs> no, you, Crash? I don't. And I don't want to ever have to look these things up. You don't ever (laughs) want to know them again. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right.
4: Most surviving children. Bobby McCaughey is the mother who holds the record for the most surviving children from a single birth. She gave birth to the first set of surviving blanks. On September 19,
6: 1997.
5: Just give me a number. 10? Oh, 14? 14, 14 kids at once? That's
6: a litter. T- Dogs, Okay, of I'm going to see this. Right, exactly.
13: Okay, <laughs> 10. 10. 10. 10. 10.
6: 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10.
13: 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10.
6: Well, it's odd <laughs> trivia. We just talked about a, a girl who gave birth at five years and seven months.
5: Yeah, okay, that's as crazy as having 14 kids. How many, Statman?
4: Eight. Septuplets. Seven. Four boys and three girls.
6: So hold on all a second, right, though. What about Octomom? Statman, they all got, lived.
4: The record with most surviving children from a single birth.
6: Yeah, Octomom was one birth. That can't be right. No, that's not right. Octomom. She was. She had eight, and they all lived.
4: Okay, well, Statman got it right then. <laughs> I don't know when this damn thing came out that I'm reading anyway. <laughs> 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 all right. Jane Bleakley is the mother who holds the record. Like, you studied these things. Like, you're cramming for your SAT tomorrow, Crash. No, I'm not. What? Jane Bleakley.
6: Everybody knows Octomom.
4: Jane Bleakley is the mother who holds the record for the shortest interval between two children born in separate confinements. She gave birth to
5: Joseph Robert. How is this possible? On September 3rd. This was on a TV show this week. I think I I heard something like this. Go ahead and finish it. It might be the same thing.
4: She gave birth to Joseph Robert on September 3rd, 1999, and Angie Jessica Joyce on March 30th, 2000. The babies were born 208 days apart. Is that, I mean, was.
6: So she got preggers. With the second one, as the first one was nearing... Its That's instant- just...
5: Wow. Whoa. Wow, wow. Now they, they, they they had on this TV show, they said that this woman had two uterus, uteruses. uterus And there's some rare condition that happens, you know, every other millennia or something. But she had... Uh, she gave birth to one, and then the baby... Went to term in the other, and she gave birth to another one. Jeez. I don't know if that's the same one, but that's what they said on this TV show.
4: (laughs) All right, guys, here we go. The highest recorded number of children by one mother. The highest officially recorded number of children born to one mother is blank to the first wife of Fyodor Vasilyev of Shuya, Russia between 1725 and
13: 1765
1: Oh my god Crasher 32 Statman? man 23 Richie <laughs> I looked
11: this up
13: Oh <laughs> God
1: no
5: It's 69 yeah! Nice <laughs> no, it's- Nice. Are you kidding me? High five. A woman had 60, she was pregnant <laughs> for 70 years? Come on.
6: <laughs> no, I'm sure some were multiples. Oh, God. Oh,
4: In a total of 27 confinements, she gave birth to 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, four sets of quadruplets. Come on. 67 of them survived infancy.
6: <laughs> I'm sorry, but why? Why? That's
5: speechless. I mean, that's... That's... You yeah. can't... Can you imagine feeding time? <laughs> no, thank you. Statman,
4: the most popular month in which to have a baby is... February. Crash?
6: <laughs> I would think October, because February is when they conceive. It's Valentine's Day, and we're snowed in, honey.
5: No, so what is the, it? The the, the the date to conceive is when the weather turns in June, and that's when you know. Hey, I feel feel nice and warm and frisky. So, <laughs> yeah, that's when conceptions <laughs> happen in June. August.
6: August. 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 Oh, because that's Christmas babies, right? Conception in December. August. No. That, I mean Thanksgiving that, and is
5: Christmas. That is all wrong.
4: <laughs> well, this kind of this will kind of give you an idea of when this how old this is with more than 3 360,000 births taking place that month in 2001. <laughs>
6: That's why Octomom was not in there. Right? So then it goes back to Octomom being winner winner chicken dinner. Feeding time for eight.
4: Real quick, stat, man. Blank is the most popular day of the week in which to have a baby. Monday. Crasher. Thursday. Tuesday.
6: Because that matters.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Carl Edwards. What the hell's happened to him? On a freaking flashback on Mother's Day. Carl Edwards with his mother and the significance of Carl Edwards and Michael Schumacher. That's right. We explain all of that coming up, Speed Freaks Pits, and also a little bit of not much motorsports coming up with the Freaks. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks, and we're there for it, SpeedFreaks.tv as well. of flashback with Carl Edwards coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios.
0: Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. Now, what if I told you that the
4: best burger you could buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is. And it's Bubba Burger. How awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound? Jalapeno, Angus, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Are you watching what you eat? They grab the reduced fat or turkey Bubba Burgers. All in your favorite grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, go with Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a burger better than a Bubba.
6: this is going really well yeah
9: so
0: I guess you've heard then
2: what you mean that whole saving money with Geico thing no
0: that I'm actually a chess (gasps) painter
7: pirate fans unite
6: that was not on the profile
0: so now you've heard Geico saving people money on car insurance and now an official partner of Major League Baseball
7: hey
4: Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire, they got you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire, they're going to get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with speed
5: freaks since 2001. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer lasting oil film for maximum protection, Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works.
3: You're listening
0: to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined.
9: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come
0: inside, come inside.
6: There behind the glass stands a real blade
0: of grass.
4: Hey, for your weekend parties, or hell, your evening barbecues out there on that big old grill, grab yourself some Bubba Burgers, your favorite grocery store, your frozen food section. Bubba Burgers, jalapeno, veggie, bacon cheddar, 100% Angus. You'll never buy a better burger than a Bubba. And I didn't pay off that Elvis Presley comment that I made on Mother's Day. I didn't know this. But according to this story on Mother's Day trivia from 2001, Elvis Presley, of course, you know, was a mama's boy. He slept in the same bed with his mother, Gladys, until he reached puberty. Up until Elvis entered high school, she walked him back and forth to school every day, made him take along his own silverware so that he wouldn't catch germs from other kids gladys forbade young elvis from going swimming or doing anything that might put him in danger the two of them also conversed in a strange baby talk that only they could understand
6: okay
5: (laughs) wow yeah
6: (laughs) yeah Yeah, sums it up
4: Before we get into Carl Edwards, some news over the weekend, Crasher, that actually uh, affected Carl Edwards and his professional driving career.
6: Yeah, you might have seen Brad Keselowski when he took the win in the Cup Series last night dedicate his win to Mike Mittler. Mike Mittler lost his life on Friday, I believe. He was 67 years old, but it was his truck team's who paved the way for many, many, many drivers to get their start in NASCAR. Jamie McMurray, Justin Allgaier, Brad Keselowski as well, which obviously is why Brad had a very tight relationship with Mike Mittler, but also Carl Edwards. Mike Mittler never won in his with his truck team, but yeah, it, there would be no Carl Edwards without Mike wow. Mittler. There would be no Brad Keselowski without Mike Mittler. So yeah, race in peace, Mike Mittler, and thank you for getting some some great careers started.
4: Before we get to this interview on Mother's Day with Carl Edwards, and again, it, he just left. He just left NASCAR. And everything that you read about the guy, he doesn't really have any intention to return. Certainly couldn't make the kind of money he was making when he left, which might be one of the reasons why he left, because he saw the writing on the wall that an aging driver that's never won a championship can't make the same kind of cake that he was making at one time. But in 2008, saw this. man. you may remember this. Remember Carl Edwards, who he uh, who he raced against in the Race of Champions?
5: No, in 2008, in the Carl, Race of Champions.
4: They were running Fiat at Wembley Stadium. Carl Edwards racing Michael Schumacher. And just, it, it's, it's kind of a long, I, I edited this thing down. It's about two and a half, three minutes, but I edited it down to maybe about a minute 45. Listen to these English announcers poo-pooing Carl Edwards and then they have and then the realization like holy smokes this dude that does nothing but basically turn left is doing something kind of special here
9: so Carl Edwards versus the mighty Michael Um, I think I've got to go for Michael Schumacher but Edwards um, is uh, reasonably handy Um, But then again, he's used to ovals. Let's see how he copes with the curves here He's got the lighter introduction to the course and away he goes Michael keeping it nice and smooth on his newly warmed tires Carl Edwards a NASCAR driver just looking for the big curves Not finding any of them no banking here either. It's all about doing it on the flat apart from that little bit That is going to be close by the time we reach the halfway mark here, closer than we thought. Well, you mustn't underestimate these drivers, but uh, Schumacher may have made a mistake somewhere. We'll see at the end of this lap just where the real split is because it'll be the actual halfway point. How's And that, uh, Carl Edwards is uh, well in front, but I assume that has uh, made a small error somewhere. We'll see if he can pull it back in this uh, second half of the lap. But uh, maybe, he, maybe he was offered a very uh, rotund passenger. Well, I don't know, <laughs> but it'll be a real turn-up for the books if Carl Edwards beats Schumacher. And Carl Edwards... Is heading for victory here. It may be something of surprise to many of you. I'm sure there are people screaming at the screen saying, for goodness sake, Carl Edwards is a massive NASCAR talent. Well, we know he is, but uh, we expected that Michael would, um, well, certainly by his demeanor early on. Look at this. It's a huge margin of victory. And here comes Carl Edwards to do it for the United States. What about that? He well, beats play. Michael Schumacher by 1.74 seconds. Tremendous. In the
6: face America. You just stop that. (laughs) Wow.
4: (laughs) They were not giving him anything at first.
6: No respect whatsoever. (laughs) God. (laughs) (laughs) But that that is so true though. That is not everybody. You can never put everybody together in one stereotype, but that is a common belief of NASCAR from the rest of the world.
4: Listen, Statman has said it almost from the get-go. Regardless, Statman, I'm not putting words in your... All right, putting words in your mouth, but you've always said this, that NASCAR drivers are very good drivers. There's only certain kind of drivers that can drive those cars and be within milliseconds of each other, first through 20th. So you, you give them cred, and I understand that, but still, to beat Michael Schumacher's stat? It's
5: huge. Yeah, dude, it, when... It... Tanner Faust told me when he ran against Schumacher, he looked over and saw that orange helmet and it was all they could do to start the race. It was, it was impossible to concentrate when you realize you're going against one of the best drivers, one of the two or three best drivers in history. Yeah.
4: So Carl Edwards, I believe this was 2007 when we caught up with him at Texas motor speedway. And the first time we had Carl Edwards on with his mom, she cursed a couple of times an F bomb and an S bomb. And, well, she joins us again in this interview. It's Mother's Day. So, why not? It's Carl Edwards, former NASCAR Cup great, joining us here in the Freak Nation on Mother's Day. And this is just prior to the big announcement of him setting up his marriage.
13: Frank, we're, yeah, we're getting on? married in uh, January. Really? In Columbia, Missouri. Yep. Well, how long has it been? Two years? I'm she looking here?
6: to see if
13: she's here. She, yeah, my mom's around here somewhere. My assistant, Angela, knows more about my life yeah. than I do. So. Your mom
1: cussed on the air last night. Yeah, time. I know.
6: <laughs> I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. so,
13: no, Kate, Kate is an uh, unbelievable She just said, that's girl. why
6: I'm not coming on the air this yeah.
13: time. <laughs> All right, she's going to hang back. <laughs> uh, it's hereditary, though. you got to watch my mouth. I just. Uh, was uh,
4: yesterday. You said maybe worried.
13: January 3rd.
4: Now you're saying it's January 3rd. Yes,
13: it's January 3rd. That's the wedding. So for wow. sure, for sure. Yes. I don't know how I'm going to get all my buddies there, but I, it's like every person I run into, I'm like, oh, hey, you come to my wedding? I, I don't know if the church is going to be big enough, but we're going to have a good time. And then go honeymoon oh. in Daytona. I, I could have hey. done it on the 10th, but oh, I was going to have to go right to Daytona. I thought that wouldn't be very nice. Carl Edwards, School. who would host your bachelor party?
3: Oh yes.
13: <laughs> oh boy, I've got a couple people who are going to um, help me with that. Since I've got the back forty records thing, yeah. we've got uh, a DJ, DJ Picasso, who is a partying <laughs> machine. He uh, goes to the clubs and has all his stuff, and so he'll be um, he'll be doing the reception, the bachelor party. The bachelor party is still a little bit of an unknown. Tom Jockey, my motorhome driver, and my oh, trainer he's Dean. Awesome. Those guys I've heard have some plans. I don't know exactly what's going to happen.
12: Are any of
6: the drivers going to be at your bachelor party or your wedding?
13: I don't know. I'm going to invite a lot of them, but uh, hopefully they can come. Yeah.
6: I bet. It's, Kevin uh, Harvick's the first one on the
13: list. <laughs> Kevin and Delana will be invited. Yes, they can come. <laughs> hey, they've they've gone through a lot. I mean, they they do the marriage thing probably as good as anyone in the sport. So, um, are y'all cool? You know, yeah, we're fine. We shook hands. Move on. Oh, good. That's how it goes. Good. good. Yep.
6: I know, because, well, that doesn't always happen, so that's good to hear. No, life's
13: too short. I mean, hey, people get, you know, you have beef with somebody, take care of it. When it's over, you got to shake hands and move on. I mean, we, we race against each other every week. Yeah, you better have those emotions in check for your, when you get married. Those are the kind of discussions uh, that you Oh, yeah. Maybe
4: we need to yeah. discuss this thing before <laughs> yeah.
13: we go back in the garage. Hey, well, Lonnie, preacher man Lonnie is going to marry me, uh, marry oh. us. And uh, Lonnie from uh, MRO, yes. I don't know. He, he, when I told him, hey, will you marry me, and uh, me and Kate, oh, <laughs> wait,
7: you said what?
13: I meant, will you marry us? Will you marry me? Okay. So he got real serious about it, though. The, the preacher, you know, man, he's like, okay, we're going to have to have a couple meetings, you know. We've got to make sure that, you know. And I was like, Lonnie, we're buddies, man. Just, just a little <laughs> marry just the blessing and let's go, you know. But he's he's going to do it serious. So I'm sure I'll learn something about myself through Lonnie. And, well, you asked about inviting people. We have to invite a lot of people because we're doing something neat with the, uh, the wedding invitations. Is there any gifts that people were going to give us? We're not going to take any gifts. We're going to make donations to the Victory Junction Gang Camp, the new one in Kansas. Oh, cool. So we talked to uh, Kyle, and uh, Kate is supposed to be getting with Patty, and we're going to try to donate some money to that new that Victory so Junction cool. Gang Camp. we got to mm-hmm. invite everybody so that
4: yeah. everybody
13: you yeah. know, sends a check. It'll
4: yeah. be cool. Carl Edwards joins us. Mom, come on. Mom, you have to come in. Yes. You have to come yes. in. Carl Edwards' mother joins us again. Remember, you yeah. can't say the S-bomb. Oh,
12: I'm not going to say the S-bomb. Let <laughs> me tell you. Okay, I yeah. Less right,
4: Okay, would your so, baby boy <sighs> getting married, Nancy, what's some advice you could give your baby boy in regards to his upcoming marriage? Easy now, Mom. Okay, Come on.
12: Well, you better always treat her right. That's all, all right. I've got to say. <laughs> I will. He better open doors, and he better just take care of her. Right, she right. is probably the nicest young lady I've ever met in my life. She Whoa. is awesome. Oh, dude,
6: yeah. that means you have a winner. You
12: bet.
4: Yeah, she has cool. a winner. What's you. something that she needs to look out for with Carl
13: Edwards?
12: <laughs> Let me start with my number one. He, She needs to make him be a little more decisive in a timely manner. You can ask Carl. Still yet, I don't think she has any idea how many you're going to have in your wedding party. And oh she, no clue! It's just whoever to wants to come. I know, and it's like, come on, man, we've got to figure out how. Look, many I can are make decisions
13: way. on the racetrack. <laughs> I know.
12: It's the only place you can make quick decisions. Let me tell you.
13: So. I'm terrible. If I can put something off and not decide, they'll be like, "Hey, when are we leaving for?" Uh, I know. Well, like know even when I'm are we leaving? leaving. <laughs> like if we're going to go to the airport and leave the race, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll oh, call yeah, you so when I'm on my way to the airport. Yeah, just be ready sometime between eight a.m. And like, 3 p.m. No it
12: it's terrible. It's awful. But that's the one thing she's going to have to do is get you in line. She's going to snap,
13: snap. So will she Will she be the, quote, unquote, man of
4: the family? Will she run the household?
12: <laughs> she should, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not unless she becomes this mean person like Mom here, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And she's a nice, nice
13: person. She couldn't be any nicer. She's cool. Carl, she's awesome. when you look for a woman, you look for your mom. Mm.
4: Are you to not get all? Listen.
7: <laughs> 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 all right, we already got weird with the guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Edwards
13: Edwards. Okay, when you look at like the qualities, I tell you qualities. What, I like, what I look for in a woman is number one, <laughs> she just to be kind and a decent person. That's the most important thing, and uh, that's one thing Kate has. She has to be hot, you know, because you got to right. like you got to like really, yeah. You know, that's one. You no, know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. At eighty years old, you want to, see. yeah? Does hey. she
12: have it to be hot in the eighty? Come on. And
13: yeah. Kate's hot. So uh, how, about, how about her ow! mom? Uh, yeah, her mom. Oh, that's a good yeah. indication. Like, that's that's a, a good in point. fact, uh, that's one of the right things on. I kind of <laughs> – In fact, Carl didn't really check out. That was on the uh, <laughs> checklist. Yeah, uh, but no, her mom is uh, – she's very cool, very hot, and um, <laughs> she she's likes to – she's active. She's a. Um, Athletic. professor at the university. She she's an engineer. She's really smart, yep. and um, everybody likes her. The only thing about Kate is she she's not much of a cook or a cleaner. Like, oh. she's worse than me, and oh, I'm yeah. terrible. She,
6: she is. She'll
12: admit it. Well, come it. on. If
6: she's a doctor, <laughs> she doesn't have time. Yeah, it's,
13: That's the thing.
6: And people need jobs in this country, yes, so you can they people to but do that. But
13: uh, that's one thing we're going to have to work. What we do is we have our five minutes of cleaning. That's what we call it. So <laughs> once <laughs> wow, once I've things get really dirty. Wow, I've never noticed
12: that five minutes. I've yeah. never noticed that <laughs> wait, every wait, five wait, minutes. Well,
13: five minutes works in the motorhome. Well, I'll say, all right, Kate, you know what time it is? She's like, what? And I was like, five minutes of cleaning. Right now, we're going to just take five minutes and clean. Get and, a paper towel. And that works. That works. What do you have We don't kids? paper towel. I'm just talking like picking things up and putting them in drawers. <laughs> oh, so no dusting. We're not even scene. really cleaning. <laughs> no,
12: oh, no, no, no. Angela no.
13: can tell you about that. You she should. takes care of that about once every how many months you actually clean the motorhome out.
12: Well, you know what? His name to me is not Carl. His name is Mike. So we called him Mikey. His dad's Carl, and he was yeah, Carl. I'm the
13: second. So. And he's
12: the second. So not
4: little puddin snooks or no anything like that. No,
12: no. Mostly it was just. You little. Mu- yeah.
4: <laughs> That's, nice.
13: That's pretty much it. That's and we it. believe that.
12: We, we, we can't say those words. Yeah. Remember? We've got to mark. Listen, them. I got. Say-
13: my on. brother and I got beat on a regular basis yeah. with a paddle. So uh, <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Had
12: regular. one hanging on the door that they were really afraid yeah, of. Yeah, it.
13: it was hanging on the door right there in the hallway. We if looked we at that hear paddle. It was like, <laughs>
12: regular basis. That means you were a little trouble, boy. Yeah. Oh, he well, was never ending.
13: Yeah. It was bad. Well, I like to play with fire and he BB did. guns oh, and stuff like that. But
6: mom. Don't you, can't you wait? Paybacks when he starts oh, having you kids. Oh, betcha.
12: Yeah,
13: yeah. I'm just going go to dump off on you. Well, break. that's
6: okay. You can dump them
12: off on me. I'm going to teach him all those tricks. i right. send him back home. I'm going to pay him too.
13: <laughs> yeah, pay <laughs>
4: hey, my kid. Yeah.
6: Nancy so Edwards. Edwards. No, 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 Nancy Sterling.
4: Nancy Sterling. Well, yes. sorry. Okay.
13: <laughs> you aunt You, looked at me when I, know, I said it. I It's okay. Nancy Sterling.
12: <laughs> How soon? What?
13: <laughs> For kids? Oh, I don't know. Pretty soon, I think. All I right,
12: mom. Oh, yeah. i take all they want to give me. That's fine. I'd love to be a grandma.
13: Let's see. Kate's wound up. Actually, all our friends are having kids, so uh, oh,
12: yeah.
13: we got to go to a friend's house and play with their kids. We might as well have some of our own to play That'd be with. Fine. So yeah, we'll right see what happens. Yeah, right you. now
12: I just get to babysit the other one's dog, so that's as good yeah, as it my
13: gets. brother got my brother. Moved, he's younger than me. He moved out of the house first. He got a job first. He got married first. I can't about? let him have kids first.
12: Oh, no. Ooh, then you better. Okay, you yeah, need to get moving then. I know. Because he's
13: been practicing, he tells me, but we're gonna get it done.
12: Huh. Oh, you start practicing,
13: honey. All right, got it. I don't (laughs) think you caught that one, Mom, but that's cool. (laughs) I'm glad we just kept this conversation between us. I know. know, That's really cool If you guys. Just let me come in here and talk with just the group of Not, not much,
0: much motorsports. motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio oh, or Helio.
13: No. Not, no. not,
6: not, not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And
0: headlining the party. They're
6: Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. <laughs> the freaks. Not much motorsports. <laughs> 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 what a drag it is getting on. Carl Edwards' throwback was not much motorsports.
13: Wasn't it, though? Putting
6: snooks and kids and practicing <laughs> for kids.
4: All right, real quick, man. I thought it's fitting with a not much motorsports. Uh. On a Mother's Day, we end it with this. Authorities say an intoxicated 12-year-old, 12-year-old, 12-year-old girl went on a joyride in a family car with three other children inside. Oh. Leading police on pursuit on a New Mexico highway. No relationship to the Uncers. The car blew by an Gordo police cruiser and drove into U.S. Highway 70, where she then fled a New Mexico police vehicle. Police say the car then drove through a dirt lot, nearly struck a deputy. The chase ended when the car containing the juvenile spun out of control and hit a speed limit sign. No one was injured. The younger driver was referred to juvenile services. Oh, my God. Reckless driving in a DWI. Uh, yes, uh, Yes, officer, 12 years old. I was drunk. The four children she could have told
5: under th- the influence of kids.
4: Bam. The four <laughs> children told authorities they'd <laughs> been drinking. It. All four of the kids are drinking. Ooh. Boom. Uh Happy Mother's Day, shoot the juice to the moose and step man
5: cut it loose.
13: <laughs> Men just aren't the same today. I hear every mother say
0: Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, ready
6: Hi, it's Flo. And you know what word I don't get? Shampoo. The first half of the word is sham, and the second part you definitely...